Hello and welcome back to Rebel Air, a Star Wars animated series fan cast. I'm your host, Greg. And I'm Kaki, and Greg has invited me on my first sort of airsoft adventure <laughs> through Star Wars Rebels. Today we're talking about Season 3, Episode 5, The Last Battle, written by Brent Friedman and directed by Bosco Ng. Kanan, Ezra, Zeb, and Rex embark on a mission to raid an abandoned ship for supplies, but soon discover they're not alone. Forced to play a war game in order to rescue Zeb, Rex must fight the Clone War one last time. But when the Empire arrives, the droids are forced to work with the Rebels to hatch a successful escape plan. And I loved this episode. This was such a fun episode. And I mean, this was also it was like... great. So you have Lucasfilm Animation... They did Clone Wars, and they right. they're able to just like come back and just like revisit some of that stuff and and redo some stuff that which we can talk about in a second. But what was really cool is that like the writer for this is a first time writer for Rebels, but he was the ah. creator for uh, the TV show Dark Skies. Uh, he was a writer for a couple oh. episodes of Star Trek Enterprise, and he wrote a couple of my personal favorite Clone Wars episodes. To anyone who may knows, it's the box arc, which is just what's really his name cool. again? This writer. Brent Friedman. Brent Friedman. Hmm. F R I D, men. Yeah, I know him only from uh, from Dark Skies. He's which so, has sort of faded out, and and then Doug Jones joined the cast, and then I got back into it. <laughs> it's just a cool. I mean, it ends with like rebel stylized in Clone Wars and the Clone Wars music that like I just associate so much oh, with like so that's my what it was. years and everything. Yeah. The, That's what it... Yes, you're right. It, it's like the stylized Star Wars, like, march that it just... Ah, man. man. And the logo was, was styled yes. in, the, yes. in the Star Wars Rebels. Oh, like, I knew it was different. I just couldn't clock why. That's, so, that's just fantastic. I feel like I probably didn't clock it either when I first watched it. Like, I want to <laughs> say I probably didn't. Like, it's just a, a safer bet. But, like, even saying that, it's like, I feel like I probably... It may have like kind of ticked my brain. I didn't think about it until like I looked at it later. I was like, "Oh right, it totally did." And I just didn't think, yeah. Like... Okay, Kaki. So more Bothan reports. More, you say? <laughs> well, it's not just a constant stream of just picking on me like it was before, at the very least. So oh, I feel better about I, this one. That was really working for me. <laughs> <laughs> I've, been, I've been noticing how much more palatable uh, the the, the reports are. It's not my fault. But okay, no, fair's fair. We're in this together. So the first one we have is from Palp Shivdula. Palp Shivdula. Wait, oh. Palp Shivdula. Palp Shivdula. <laughs> okay. So. So stealthily the Sith Lords creep while the Jedi so soundly sleep. Yeah, that works. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Filk runs in the family, I see. And what does Zach has to offer? So this is in regards to the crashed Y-Wing. Oh, fascinating. Okay, while hashtag keeping cocky pure, Ryloth was occupied by the droid army during the Clone Wars, and the mm. clone troopers helped the Rylothian rebels retake their planet. During one such battle, a Y-Wing must have fallen to the planet. What could have been a memorial that meant people were willing to fight back and die for our planet surely must have morphed into a reminder for Cham that people that want to free you from occupation will wind up occupying you as well. Regimes change, Ryloth is forever. 
I like that. Re- yeah, yeah. I mean, just especially just like the the. I mean, I've always been super fascinated in like the the early days, like the actual like mm-hmm. regime change is the part that is most fascinating to me. That's the part that I most want to see just explored. And it's like just yes, show me that. Show me like. Well, I think there's a reason why we haven't seen it, and that's because almost everywhere it will have been administrative. Right, but like, it, there's still so much cool stuff. Like, there's so much like interesting stuff that could happen with that. That's like, like I know a lot of it's administrative. I still want to see it. Like, I still am interested in like an office. Like, you manager. don't get tie-ins. No, <laughs> no, I know, I know. But like, I I'm still. That. I would still be interested. I'd still be just like, yes, I would 100% read just a book that's just about that. That's just like about a, a, the Imperial a, marketing department. Like, like a Going thriller down novel. To a like, a, with a, like, like with a, a new a thriller novel of like someone that's like that's like there and like they they grow conscious. They realize like, oh, what's going on? Just like, oh no, no it's, like, it's not a thriller. See, everybody was exhausted by war. <laughs> Right, and so this yeah, just yeah. this just sort of passed over, like the war is over, and okay, it's got a different label now. Okay, that's fine. So what we get instead, and we're getting a, we've never had a, a tie-in during a Bothan <laughs> report before. This is un- unexplored territory. What we've got is a a, a team of twenty-something yoga practicing Japanese as a learned second language marketing experts and social media managers going down to a planet with a brand packet. Okay, you're right. making me. You're you made you made me go from like actively enjoying this idea to now like actively hating it. You like you've you've Wait, just what? You've just, you mean it's not better now? N- no, no, because I don't want to think because I don't want to think about like just uh, uh, try hard like uh, marketing people like trying so hard to be like hip and cool as if it's, no, no, I don't want this. I don't want to see the I don't want to see the empire's yes, TikToks. I don't care Greg, about that. Greg, I you absolutely do, and I will tell you why. Because the okay, so you loved the Last Jedi as I did, right? And you remember the very I thought this best, was a fast one. <laughs> the very best, stay with me, the very best shot is when what seems like a spaceship is landing yes, and it turns yes, out to be an yes. iron. Yes. That they have a laundry. That is unexplored territory. We want to see their laundry. We want to see their marketing department. Greg, are you with me? Fine, fine. Yeah! Actually, no, no, no. I will be with you yeah, because I do yeah, enjoy, because yeah. I will say I do enjoy just like the the <laughs> like the wartime propaganda p- poster stuff like that. Like I've always just like enjoyed that like motif of yeah, uh, like, yeah, yeah. Okay, so let's let's get to the death count because fifty eight Bothans died. Okay, so it's not a let. Oh no! What am I doing? I'm not sympathizing with the Bothans anymore. I'm just I'm just caught up in his in his math puzzle. <laughs> In addition to this information, a large group of Bothans went to find out what Soylent Green was made out of. The good news is, Bothans are people too. The bad news is, Soylent Green is people. Soylent Green yeah. equals people equals Bothans. No. <laughs> <laughs> I hope they strain the fur out at least. But moving on. Added fiber. Yep, yep, moving on. I said it first. The That's next your one segment we, usually. The next one we have is from Shisriel. Oh, <laughs> Sherielle's getting in on it. Okay, which I'm going to say this how I'm imagining Sherielle is saying this. Okay. Ron stuff, finally my moment has come. <laughs> okay, for a proper impersonation, you have to have a door that you could kick open. I, I will, okay, okay, I will. Hey, uh, Peaches, it me. 
<laughs> no, because I added it, because I added a door kicking and sound effect to that, which now is a, a mar- an editing note for me. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm remembering correctly, Thrawn's mispronunciation of certain words was an intentional choice. They wanted to give him a voice that could be hard to place, a mixture of various European accents along with the different pronunciation choices, in order to give a truly alien presence. In-universe, basic is definitely not Thrawn's first language, and it makes sense that he would have trouble with certain words, like family names, for instance, that he would have to have no reference to in Chiss space. Right, yeah. Also, yes, in canon, Thrawn is the only high-ranking alien in the Empire, his outburst could be interpreted as xenophobia-related trauma, but based on his previous actions in the Can Thrawn books, it's also highly possible that it was a calculated move to instill a sense of fear or uneasiness in Slavin. Mmm, yes, yes. Calculated intimidation. I mean, that is something that, that Slavin is probably used to. I mean, you know, unless it's Vader. Like, I mean, like, okay, like, like the, 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 an the physical... An organization like that attracts psychopaths in positions but, but, of leadership. But I would imagine there would still be just like this some semblance of like the hierarchy unless you're the people that are like so far removed from it or above it all that like I can just brutalize uh, uh, or I can let me just if you're Vader just flat out murder people in the command ridge and everyone's just like yeah 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 that makes sense yeah 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 excellent That's excellent form motivator excellent form just like golf clap golf clap for <laughs> <laughs> also that's why they called this ship executor well, let's go back to Bothans because one Bothan died. One Bothan oh. was tasked with helping Thrawn out with his basic, but tragically died in an asteroid in an asteroid field accident when he was inevitably sent to work in the Chiss Ascendancy. Oh. <laughs> uh, it feels like there's there's some irony there that I'm fortunately missing, but I I, I, I languish in innocence. Because we have to uh, hashtag keep keep cocky pure. Yep, yep, yep. On we go. So the the next one we have is from Kaleidoscope for Kelly. Hi, Kelly. So, Rebel Intelligence. Spanish diacritical marks consist of acute accents over vowels, the diresis, and the tilde. You you were just, you couldn't remember what the the name of the, you you were trying to say like the accent to goo, and that's the French one. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. I was looking for acute. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. So. Oh, the diuresis. A rare trait in, in, in languages. I'm not familiar with it in Spanish. I wonder if, in Dutch, we use it to separate vowels that are supposed to pronounce differently. You know, we have combination vowels mm-hmm. by doubling them. But until the spelling reform of the 90s, you could have five E's in a row. Yeah. The So, reye ear. Re is a, a, a doe, a deer, a female deer. Mm-hmm. Uh, ear is honor. And then the middle E, which would have a, a we call it a trema. It's a diuresis. Mm-hmm. That one sort of indicates that it's a gliding vowel. That's not part of the previous group. So that's the like the honor of a deer, which is not a word, but that's R E E E E E E R. That is way too many E's. Together. Yeah, spelling reform fixed it. Now we don't have it like, anymore. At, Boo. At at, the, at that point, you just have like one key that's just like like on a typewriter. You just have like one key that's just like five E's. They're just like there. There's all the E's. <laughs> 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 so rebel intelligence, but. One Bothan had a vision in which she foresaw the destruction of Jeddah. In turn, she embarked on a quest to warn the space waffle vendor of the impending catastrophe. <laughs> Initially, the vendor was reluctant to leave. Just then, a confused, a confused <laughs> Philothar slid by, hissing about giants with long arms. 
Unnerved by the tourist musings, the space waffle vendor agreed to go on with the other Bothan. The pair made it back in time for the Life Day celebration, Sands of Potato Dishes. <laughs> Kelly, you just combined like yes. a ton of different that's things. Really <laughs> impressive. Oh, that's fantastic. These are rapidly becoming like their own canon. Right? <laughs> These bother reports and rebel intelligence is becoming its own series of novels. I okay, so I see that I apparently didn't have to like start keeping track of this stuff a little bit more, which is just gonna just turn into just like me and like a red web of just like Bothans uh and their fates. <laughs> well let's... Oh, call for help. That's what we do. This is this is rebel intelligence, call for help. Like get a buddy to make a crazy wiki. <laughs> But, but a very small Bothanpedia, yes, Bothan. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. So we have we have our last one is from Horseblurg. Oh, hey, Horseblurg. <laughs> okay, I I just saw Horseblurg and I just started giggling so much. It's but I saw so that that was good. so perfect. So regarding Thrawn's outburst at Slavin over the Karlikori, in ah, the books. Yeah. Thrawn mentions to one of his underlings that he uses abrupt behavioral shift, such as breaking his quiet demeanor and threatening to go feral on a man, to get more effective control over the behavior. So while I wouldn't discount that there's some pent-up backlash over imperial racism, he'd probably just have have enough of Slavin's oafishness. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Much like Sheriel observed as well. Uh, yeah, which, which did, like, jog my memory as well, because that was something in the books that just... Uh, that, I've read so much really Thrawn since then that it just it all just gets a little jumbled up. And what made matters worse is I read like I read like the canon stuff, and then I went yeah. back and reread like Heir to the Empire, and was like, oh yeah, that's not like confusing at all. Contaminating your brain with what is what is true and what is mere imagination. Yes, understood. No, I'm thinking now. He's a sociopath in an organization, uh, and I know that sociopath is no longer a, 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 mm. a, a diagnosis. It's but more of like a legal, that, yeah, it's a legal exactly. uh, d- definition. Yeah in an organization that attracts psychopaths, like sociopaths, that definition, people who have extreme control over their emotions, maybe maybe don't have a very strong, high emotional volume, but are able to use that to manipulate others versus a psychopath who can seem very charming to people mm-hmm. he wants to impress and utterly brutal to people he doesn't care about. Yeah, yeah. Well, Interesting. And, and finish this off, P.S. I know less about military designations than you do, so I can't help you with the Phoenix home thing. Okay, the fact that you know less than I do is kind of uh, makes me just feel like I should not even just just back away before Crimson starts yelling. All I want to know is, would the Empire require it to have an N number or, in Kaki's case, I think a PH number? Oh, very good. PH is the designation for uh, Dutch aircraft. Ah, uh, okay, okay. That's that's kind of what I was wondering. And actually, now that I think about it, uh, yeah, I like, know that. I like, know. A, I know an air thing. My boyfriend is actually like he's, he's taking some flying lessons. I'm, I'm so, really so, proud of myself now. I, I I saw pH, and my first thought was like the pH scale, like like acidic and and basic. No, like that's so that I'm glad that you knew what that was because that just went entirely over my head. But but I mean, if I if I touch a litmus strip to my tongue, it does reveal that I'm a basic bitch. <laughs> Zing! <laughs> yeah! <laughs> okay, okay. Just in the nature of just like putting this to bed because this is something that we've talked about a lot and we've just kind of like just we've gone back and forth. Phoenix home, Phoenix, like those are call signs. Those are call signs that you would use in battle situations in the midst of, of an actual like attack. Otherwise, it would probably just be like a number designation when it's on the crew ground crew. Like, oh yeah, go take her. I, like, don't, I don't know, man. I think, three, four, one. I like, think it's really well, important I, to be able to identify the ship. 
But I mean, I mean, yes, but like you, you, but you wouldn't, but I don't think like, unless it's going to be, unless it's going to be like a named ship, like you're not just going to like, like, I don't know. I don't want to, I don't want to just like keep bringing this back and bring this back. Cause we've talked we about this for like a no, month now, but like, I know that like Phoenix one is a call sign. That's like something that's used like as far as just like uh radio chatter for, for like staying in for, for like communicating with each other clearly. So I would imagine it would just be like an aircraft number, uh, more or less. It would just be right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. okay. So I I think that's where we're gonna land. And if if I make that mistake in the next like Much three like episodes, emitting iron if, onto a if fresh I make the mistake in the next like, couple form. episodes, uh, we record this beforehand. <laughs> so just just don't just just don't pay attention to that. <laughs> Let's get into it. So it's a cold open. Looks like yeah. literally that looks like snow. It does. On the planet Agamar with a crashed separatist supply ship. Yeah, it's one of those, like, it looks like a circle with two hemispheres yes, as yes. well. The, yeah. saw, saw this in, in a couple episodes of Clone Wars for sure. And the, the planet Agamar was first referenced in a novella included, like, in the booklet for the Star Wars X-Wing game in 93. Oh. It's just a neat little thing of just like, hey, let's yeah. just, hey that's Bringing a good name. it all back. Yeah. The ghost lands and disgorges. I thought, wow, this is going to be a full cast episode. We haven't had one of those in a while because Hera and Sabine and Zeb, Ezra, Kanan, sorry, General, sorry, Sir, uh, and <laughs> Rex <laughs> exit the ghost. But uh, no, this is a boys' weekend away, uh, and the girls are off to the, the the rest of like whatever mission they have. They're going to get some fuel for the fleet and the boys are here to gather like ammunition and proton bombs and whatever. Yeah, because they don't have the phantom to just yeah. abscond off with. Abscond is a fun word. Yes. <laughs> I mean, it doesn't, it's not a reflexive word, so you don't, you don't abscond off. Oh no, that's not how reflexive words work. <laughs> <laughs> nice try, bother hunters. <laughs> So they're walking through and and just kind of saying like, oh yeah, we'll let you know when we need to pick up, and it's it's this really cool thing to just see like cause as the ghost is flying off, we see a little bit more of the ship and we see like the command tower. It's just kind of neat. Like I mean, I'm de- getting like definite like Jakku vibes or, or yes. Raka vibes. Yes. Like, like just getting like, those very much like like just like crashed shipyards. Like just that's a that's a mood. Yes, let's. <laughs> Listen, I got immediate multiplayer. Like uh, uh, a yes, shooter arena yes. vibe. This absolutely feels like it would be like a perfect setting for uh, a multiplayer shooter. Just like just for yeah, me like to... like Star Wars Battlefront or or whatever. Because you've got like recognizable landmarks on the horizon to orient yourself with. Like some of them are intriguing and probably have a cool interior. I like I mentioned airsoft or like paintball or uh, mm-hmm. laser mm-hmm. quest. Like those also try to give their arenas this kind of vibe. Right, it's got a theme. It's got a, it's got architecture you can recognize. It's got features. So, I kind of felt what was coming. What I didn't feel, what is clear to me now, now that I hear you talk about it, is how much this episode sort of bridges. Uh, yes, uh, Clone That's, Wars and Rebels. I, I, I mean, like, so, like, if you if you stop and think about it, like, from the terms of production. There was just like the drop content for Clone Wars that they're never able to like finish, and so like it, you, yeah. So, so like for, oh, actually, yes, actually, yes, this is cool. So, the team at Lucasfilm is more or less Rex here, and the audience that only right. ever cared about that, the only ever like watch Rebels 
would be Ezra here. So they may not like know really anything of it, but like you have, oh, yeah. you, you basically have like, like, so I had this note for later on, but we're, let's, let's just get into it right here. Cause this, this, this fits. So, so when you stop and think about the, the clones, like they were programmed to like win this battle, to fight this fight. And they never got to have that closure like that. that like, yeah, yeah. I mean, for Rex, he saw countless friends die. I mean, like he, he like, cause he never got to finish his mission. The mission changed with order 66. Suddenly he wasn't like winning the battle and like securing freedom for the galaxy. He was just, yeah. Like he, he had no purpose. And like, that's, that's what this whole episode is. So and is your, in your this, metaphor, like, like, like in my metaphor, this is basically like, like Rex gets to have some closure for the clone wars here. Lucasfilm animation gets to have some closure from the clone wars here. And I mean, okay, now they went back and did clone Wars season seven, and everything, but like this, I mean, for them, like they they had no idea they're gonna get a chance to do it. For, so for them, it was just like this may be the one chance you get to just try and like tie up some of this, like just that feeling. Yeah. And so I love that. I love that it's more it's more just like a meta like uh, conversation with like yeah, we wanted to keep doing Clone Wars stuff, and it's a shame we didn't get to. But like, hey, but it's let's also do- you. Yes, right? you yes. didn't get a fin- an ending to the the Clone Wars that you were watching. Yes, so because it was it was canceled prematurely. So what you're saying is Order sixty six is the cancellation of Star Wars Clone Wars. Man, you you oh man, you I think you just like ignited like some really fun parts of the Star Wars community that I tried to like. Oh yes, shove to the side. Like but, I mean, but, it's like I, I hear a thou- a million voices just crying out and being muted. <laughs> by me. I mean, that's how I deal with that. More more or less. So it's. It's just a cool, yeah. I, I like the like just like the meta contextual bit of it. No, absolutely. You're Rex. I'm Ezra, and right, picking up this uh, uh, this head of a, a separatist battle droid and asking about it. Hey, was this a separatist battle droid? Oh yeah, a little piece of one anyway. This place used to be crawling with them. We called them clankers. And Zeb likes that. Yeah, Zeb Zeb definitely <laughs> definitely does like that. <laughs> and like dumb. How many do you think you blasted? Oh, like thousands, probably tens of thousands. I never kept count like the the re- like some of the boys. And it's like, I mean, you do have some tally marks, Rex. I don't know how long you were keeping, or or was that like missions? Like I don't know. Okay, rebel Is intelligence. Like rebel intelligence. What yes. do uh, the tally Rex's, marks on Rex's tally helmet marks means? Mean. Is that kills or is that missions? Because like, I mean, okay, he could be. He could have just like kept track at the beginning and then like oh how many I'm jedi rescues <laughs> yeah that's that's <laughs> that's also entirely possible so ezra does say what a lot of uh people who who watched uh, the prequels said of just like oh they don't look very dangerous and rex listen those droids wiped out a lot of republic troopers many of them were my friends but kanan gets it yeah like he he positions himself between rex and ezra the right way Mm -hmm. he's there for rex when rex needs him and he's there for ezra when ezra needs him to help them each understand each other without admonishing them or like leaving them within their feelings like he says about about rex battle you know to to ezra battles leave scars uh not always visible so they go through their they they find the munitions like oh this is great this is fantastic uh oh hey there's rich trove there's even more down here oh uh hey kid you gotta be careful 
The droids used to protect their armories with ray shields. What's a ray shield? This is a ray shield. <laughs> hey, some uh, some scout leader you are, Rex. Which, as Obi-Wan said, how did this happen? We're smarter than this. <laughs> Apparently not. <laughs> I mean, the solution for ray shields is to walk two meters apart. Also a good idea, because, you know, you're not susceptible to the same landmines or, well, whatever, whatever. Yeah. I'm no tactician. So, and, and that's when you see the introduction of the classic B1 battle droid. But this is a fun one. This is a little, mm-hmm. fun, a little fun thing. Lucasfilm Animation wanted to update the B1 battle droid model, like the, 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 the CG model, yeah, yeah. for like the entirety of, of Clone Wars. And like they would up, update some things like as they needed to, like, hey, we need this to look better. We're going to be flying really close. Let's update that model. We're going to be doing this. Let's update that model. Like they're they doing a lot of stuff like that. But they never got around to doing it for, for the battle droids. It was just never prioritized. Huh. I'm sure because they're just like always being used. It's like we can't like. I, I don't know how modeling. I mean, just just like just like. Well, and it's also like the number of them that appear on screen. They also always appear in great numbers, so they have to be relatively easy to render. Yeah. Any complexity you add is multiplied a thousand when you uh, when you have a full platoon. Mm-hmm. So for for like I mean six ish. Well, okay, six seasons, but seven to eight years, uh, depending of 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 work. Like basically, they were using like these the same model. That was like years and years and years old, and they're, so they're, so for so they were finally able to just like remake them and just like re, just make them look more like the actual movies there. That was just like oh cool. I, I I love that. I just love that. It's like oh we were finally able to do this thing that was just like because it's it's like when you when you see something it's like oh I know I could do this better and it just like nags at you. Certainly you as a cosplayer. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Look, I, I ha- there's a reason why my Kylo is basically just like my playground. It's like, ah, it's fine. But it's like, I want to make it better. But like, slowly, it takes... <laughs> yes. There's so many layers yeah. to Kylo. There are so many layers to Kylo. <laughs> it's been said. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Prepare to blast the Republic invaders. Republic invaders. But then the, the, the little battle droid commander gets uh, gets some notification. He goes, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh, change of orders. And at this point, I thought, these guys are just insane. And yeah. he's just pretending, right? He, I would have been fine with him not having a, a, a voice in his ear. And he's just sort of making it up. Like, they've been so desperate for guidance. They've been making up. And, like, they just change the, the captain's pauldron every few years. Yeah, I mean, one of the battle droids is saying, oh, Roger, Roger. And I was just like... Who's Roger? Who's Roger? (laughs) (laughs) The only one who isn't captured, the only one who's better than all of this, is Chopper, who hides amid the crates, pretending to be one, and sticks up his little periscope to keep an eye on the situation, while the battle droids very proudly bring their captors to the command center, saying... Well, only after they've they've zapped them. They did, like, zap them unconscious first. Oh, yeah. We haven't captured anyone in years. We haven't. Anyone ever. <laughs> uh, uh, I love these guys. Hearing Matthew Wood as battle droids again is just like, yes, just like so could, much fun. I remember hating like how talkative the battle droids were at first, but just like now, now we've just come full circle. It's like, I miss it. Like, I do like just miss, just hear it. Yeah. Yeah. But here they are again. And well, 
I thought we were going to be treated to another familiar face because Rex, now bereft of his helmet, comes to, he's very groggy. He hears clanking and what sounded like a familiar voice, it sounded like Grievous for a second. How intriguing. Well done, B1268. But not Grievous, and then it sounded like Clancy Brown for a second. Who is this voice actor, Greg? So this... So th this droid is General Kalani. He was a droid that they, we saw in the Clone Wars. Uh, it was oh. actually it was actually a secondary antagonist in the arc where Saw Gerrera's character was first introduced. Um, Interesting. And but he like escapes, and I just remember thinking like because I, I rewatched everything, I was like, whatever happened to him? And I completely forgot about this. And it's so nice to just be so forgetful sometimes because like, I just get <laughs> I get to be like surprising. It's like, oh right, that's so, that's so cool. So this is. This is Greg Berger. Mm -hmm. He has just been in a ton of animated projects and video games. I mean, just really, I, I could not even just... I went back to like what I remembered him most from because he was Ripto from Spyro 2, Ripto's Rage, which like I remembered that one super oh, well. He's yeah. He has been in a ton of things, but a lot of times it's just like kind of background voice stuff. But like, it just yeah, he's been in a lot of Transformers uh, projects as well. Um, right. Yeah, now, he's he does great here, and this role is fantastic. Yeah, I was I was going to ask whether he's appeared in uh, in, in Clone Wars before, because he's a really interesting droid. He has a sort of bird slash. No, he's got a sort of turtle face. Well, this, this is a tactical droid. We've seen the tactical droid in the first Jedi Beacon with the super tanks. Then we saw it again. Was that when a super tactical droid? No, it was just a tactical droid, but it, it, was just, it was just stylized different because of Rebels. He does have a really sick paint job, though. He has a fantastic yeah, yeah, yeah. paint job. And that beak, did the, did the other tactical droid have that beak as well and the third eye? But I am very stupid, so. So I so, beak yes, third eye. I'm not third eye. I'm not one hundred percent, but I believe so. But we did all see the tactical droid, tactical droid. That was the one that was uh, spouting off Rex's clone number. His like just they, they kept on yeah, like the, separate, the tactical yeah yeah the, so, the head. so yeah so it's really cool to see, and it's also a little heartbreaking to hear. Oh no, the war, it's not over. Cody, talk to me. Oh, Kanan. He yeah. is right back there. That just for um, that that that, that one, one breaks and my Kanan heart a little bit. Kanan is there with him. Yeah, that part breaks my heart a little bit. That that Rex yeah. is just right back into. I mean, he's even saying just like, "No, the war is not over." And it's like, man, that is like such a nightmare. That is such yeah. a nightmare to think that like you're you're back and it's not I mean, a fun episode a, for Rex. <laughs> <sighs> There's a lot of complex emotions at play here because there, there is catharsis mm -hmm. that, he's, that he's chasing. And there is a sort of nostalgia and rejuvenation for both him and the super battle droid. Because their whole thing, like the, the, the battle droids, like the whole thing is he wants to conclusively finish the Clone Wars. He's evaluated the galactic situation, has decided that the Clone Wars aren't over yet. And he's very pleased to have a, a, a Jedi, a Republic trooper, Right to have this full set of opponents to complete this battle. I mean, he does, but he does know that the the the, the Clone Wars is over because he he's aware of the Empire. He did hear he does mention that like oh, the Jedi betrayal ended the war for most of the galaxy. But here on Agamar, I assumed it was a Republic trick and prevented the shutdown command. 
this is an interesting thing that he's just like been just sitting here and it is just like two two old foes it's like meeting again and just kind of like half like sitting with that rivalry and half just like almost from i mean the, the, like by the end they're definitely kind of like reminiscing and just kind of like spatting a little bit it's just a yeah because they're the only ones in the galaxy i mean you know as far as they're concerned that still like live in the clone wars mm-hmm. right that's that's still a part of their life and they live in there together and they can't share that with anybody else rex can't share that with uh, with ezra that's where the frustration earlier came from yeah, I mean, even even Kanan, I mean, because Kanan was was super young and then was was like traumatized with Order sixty six. So like Kanan's view of the war is also like very much colored. So Rex can't just be like, oh yeah, remember remember like all the good times. Like, no, 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 I don't. Imagine and, and that. Like, I kind of regret that Hera isn't here because mm-hmm. Hera's kind of the opposite. Like, Kanan's a war orphan. Hera was saved by the by the separatists. Yeah. Right. It might her planet might have been liberated by this very uh, uh, by this very commander droid. Right. For all we know. Oh no, you do know. Wait. No. 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 They they were liberated from the separatists by the republic. Oh, sorry. No, I flipped it around. I flipped it around. Of course. Of course. The 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 the, the droids attacked. Gosh. Yes. Well, let's flip it and reverse it. <laughs> flip nippy flam lam yippel. Oh, I. <laughs> How do you like my Beyonce? Uh, that that's that's Missy Elliott. That's what I was thinking. I was thinking the Missy oh, Elliott God. one. God. <laughs> this I I was so proud. Oh, he's gonna be so proud of me. I'm gonna be so cool. I'm just gonna say the right. I just and he's gonna wonder. Oh, Kaki, did you listen to cool children's music? I mean, yeah, I'm very hip like that. But I got them mixed up because I'm just like that. I'm so, so I'm with Rex here. <laughs> suddenly, <laughs> the whole plan is is basically just like. You're, we're basically going to be playing war games if you're able to just like capture this command post again and just prove decisively that you like are a superior force then I will let you go and I will let your friend go because they have Zeb at gunpoint if you will not fight you will be terminated I love that Zeb's just like I'm not playing these war games and it's like oh good you weren't, in, you weren't even in this conflict so you're not like you're irrelevant data it's like <laughs> you're not invited you're gonna be a hostage you're gonna be a dumb hostage hey I like that Rex rejects the offer and that it's Ezra who uh, who takes the offer and he turns to uh, to Kanan and Rex both and says like I want to help you win this yeah which is really cool because he he got a lot of flack from Rex about not understanding the Clone Wars, right? Which has been a point of friction of between them before mm-hmm. because they can't connect on that level. And he still wants to help. Like, that is incredibly empathetic. It's a, it, it's a wonderful thing to have a friend's back like that. And he thinks they have a shot because he's by now 17 years old, I think. And he thinks he's, he still thinks he's invincible. I think he's, I think he's 16. I think so. I mean, he started 15, and that started, was two started seasons 14. ago. Started 14. 14. Oh, yeah, 16 then. Yeah. So, yeah. See, I, when I was 16, that's when I started growing my hair. He's he's going the other way around. I still miss his hair. I really do. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and they also have, like, the other, the other very, like, contentious internet battle, which is, uh, is it Clone War or Clone Wars? And 
Yeah. It, it could be because we hear Kalani Rex, say Clone Wars. The Clone Wars. We hear Rex say Clone War. The Clone War. We hear Ezra it, say Clone Wars. The Clone Wars. Yeah. And, 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 and really, it's just kind of like a, this was asked to to Pablo Hidalgo in, in uh, the Rebels Recon. And he was just like, yes, yeah, personal preference. Just like, either's fine. It's like, oh. That's huh. my anticlimactic answer. <laughs> yeah, because they have, a, I mean, they've got to be, this has to be taught in, in school, right? There is a, a difference between historical realities where it's multiple wars or where it's one war. I mean, those are, those are huge perspective shifts. You made the point before that was like, oh, it was because it was like the singular war that we had with the clones versus the multiple war that we had. Like, I, I kind of, yeah. like, I kind of dig that where for the Jedi it would be the Clone Wars, for like the individual planets it would be Clone War. I mean, Kalani was on multiple things, so he, so he would probably be Clone Wars. Like, I like that way of looking at it but that also yeah, right fit with rex because rex says clone war so it's all just it's yeah it's it's calvin ball baby <laughs> <laughs> and okay the calvin ball it's kind of what they're what they're doing here because th- this is i really love this because because they're like they're like okay we're gonna we're gonna do this the commander has initiated battle plan zeta take your positions at once Chopper, meanwhile, has, <laughs> in, the, in the proper style of Chopper, has been going on his own little adventure, which is actually quite productive. He found one of those cute little shuttles with the huge sort of rear fin. Uh, yes. It looks like a sunfish. He uh, one of the Nymorian Sheathapede class shuttles, which is, they're, they're so cool looking. I love these so, so much. They look so quick, right? Yeah, you expect this, the little chonkers to move a lot slower than they do. So these are like the really small version. We did see like the big like uh, diplomatic version. I believe the first time we no yeah the first time we saw it was at the end of episode one. Uh, that's like what Newt Gunray and Rune Hacko like uh, come out of. It's like oh that's it's just a cool like prequel design. It's like yes, yes I love these designs and Chopper yeah he he turns on the lights. He's like he oh, cyberpunks it yes. And just starts broadcasting a transmission. Just help, help, <laughs> help. Yes. Which goes unheard because the ghost is under pursuit from three Imperial Star Destroyers. Hera and Sabine are, are chatting with one another. Well, I sure hope they don't need a pickup because we're in a little pickle ourselves. They have all the fuel that they wanted, but it turns out that the fuel depository was sneakily being monitored by... Governor Price. She yeah. set a trap. Price and Callus and Constantine, they're all there. Hey, Constantine's in the pit. Yeah, Constantine's in the pit, like just with uh, one of the technicians, and he's just like, that's, oh. That's a demotion. Uh, no, no, no. We, we did see, we did see, oh, okay. It's one of the few named Imperials. It's one of the few named Imperials. Nima? It may be Captain Nima. It may be Admiral Piet. I'm trying to remember. I'm trying to remember, but but like in M- right. I know I the shot was, you mean. I it was it was an, it was an empire. He was he was like down in the pit, and he just kind of looks up at like Vader or someone. But like it was like a named officer. So it's just like I mean, I think it was Piet prior to his first uh, uh, yeah, advancement. Yeah. I mean, it's it's just it's just kind of a thing of just like oh, I'm just gonna like monitor like what what my what my hmm. team's doing. It's like oh yeah, like micromanage no. and really just shoulder surf. 
Well, or like, oh, if you were, if you were like someone down there, it's like, like, oh, oh, hey, like, I, I think there's something, but like, I need you to, I need you to, I mean, because you, uh, I believe in like, in that kind of like intelligence or like communication chatter stuff, you may, you, you would want to like bring your superior over and just like, hey, this seems unrelated, but this also like seems a little fishy. It's like the, I don't know. Yeah. It's the classic Star Trek line, Captain, you're going to want to see this. Basically, yeah. I mean, like, I say this, and like, I'm basing it off of pop culture stuff. Like, to, to exactly to the military but, military people, like my brother, like, yeah, veterans. That's what that's word, or just 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 like who are like more in that field. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's based off of a lot of pop culture, man. Hey, but the 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 intelligence is on point because they uh, they say that they've intercepted the message before the ghost could receive it. Now, somehow that prevents the ghost from receiving it. And while it's encrypted, it does repeat like an SOS. Mm-hmm. That is some clever insight. They, they, so... <laughs> I'm sorry, Kaki. Simpsons reference what? popped in my head again. Okay, it's, let the, it out. The, the government finally found who they were looking for. <laughs> Okay. Feel better now? Yes, cool. I do. I'm sorry. Because I know for sure that Chop's message is Hera! Sabine! Hera! That was a lot of bleeps. Yeah, and you've got to break this habit where when you're just really enjoying yourself and the silent cackle makes it look like I'm this this malevolent force that's that you're sort of staring at. <laughs> Which is appropriate. I mean, that does happen sometimes, but it's got to be special. I love this this next scene because we're at the battle and Kate is just saying, you know this better than us. This is your call. We're going to follow your lead here. And, yep. and I, I like that it's just, it lets Rex... That's great. Yeah, I mean, it, it just makes most sense because like, who would be most familiar with, their, with droid tactics and how they work and everything? It's like, yeah. The yep. person whose entire reason for existing was that. Like, yep. Like, if they were in some kind of, like, a, a, a strategy tent, then it would make sense to have Rex as an advisor to the more clear-headed Jedi here. But they're they're in the middle of it. They're in the shit. You want the person most capable of making, like, assessing the situation to make those crucial, time-sensitive decisions. So, mm-hmm. yeah, put them in charge. We'll follow their, their, their lead. And they're just... It's it's an airsoft arena. It it really is. They've got some cover and a lot of enemies advancing. A whole wave of battle droids advance yes. upon them. Yes, and, and as the battle droids are, are marching out, we have music from the Clone Wars uh film playing here and it's just it's again it's Oh just, it this really was basically just like everyone who was involved was like Clone Wars stuff again. We get to like bring this stuff, but like I love it. Like I love <laughs> I I love that you credit this to the the creators. I mean, obviously the creators, but but that all you're thinking about is how much fun the creators had, versus like the the fan service and the and the many millions of Clone Wars fans who were just squeeing, squeeing, squeeing. Well, because yeah, because like having something that you like cared about and like worked hard on for for years. I mean, for uh, if we include like pre production stuff, like close to a decade, and like not being able to finish it, like that has to hurt that has to just like drive them crazy so so like yeah for so i am just like i feel the love here i feel like the love that they put into this and it it's also just insane to see battle droids like just like ezra and kaden going against battle droids like 
what show am I watching again? <laughs> right. But I think this is the right time to do it. Mm -hmm. This is this is earned, right? You couldn't have done a, a crossover episode like this in season one because that would have right. It'd, it'd be the it'd shadow be of Clone would too soon. Large. Like the, we we got like the hint of that with I mean we got like a couple things with Obi Wan in the beginning with Luminara and. I think that's it. I think that was that was that was really like yeah, the right. only things for season one, one yeah. and then season yeah. two. Rex was introduced, but all of those were oh yeah, Ahsoka like, season one. Yeah, Ahsoka, Ahsoka was the obviously. end of season one. Yeah, duh. I knew something at the end. I just couldn't remember what it was. But with the exception of Ahsoka, they keep the 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 Rebel crew, the Boo crew, central, mm -hmm. and even Rex. He's not Clone Wars Rex, right? Yeah. He's got the beard. This is Rebels Rex. And so that's who who I feel connected to in this episode already. Like he is a rebels character now. Yeah. This version of him. And so to have him in the lead of this scene, like even for me not having seen Clone Wars aside from the first film and the uh, Jedi Beacon episodes that we've done, I felt intensely connected to this this conflict and it was just a lot of fun because these clankers, yes, they they were being mowed down and uh, I was, droid rights, I'm just going to say it, and <laughs> try not to say it too much, because, God, there's a lot. I mean, yeah, yeah, that, the... But <laughs> it does show, like, that, I'm trying to move on. Sorry. Okay? I'm not going to get stuck in it. <laughs> you don't need to, you don't need to be a, an apologist, you don't need, don't need to defend this, this atrocity toward sentient rights. Sword and shield maneuver. That's Rex's command. Kanan understands and explains it to Ezra. We block, he fires. Lobbing grenades and just breaking up like the battalion marching towards them so they can move forward and actually like have a, yeah, yeah. It's And when they do rush forward, Ezra, like he's used to charging. He's used to clearing space. But Rex calls him back. No, we've got to, we've got to stick close together. Mostly he needs the Jedi to stick close to him. He needs their protection. Yeah. Yeah. They have nothing to fear from B1 battle droids. He does. Yeah, I mean, so so we have Ezra who just has no knowledge of the Clone Wars other than, like, stuff that he would, he would like, learn about. Uh, yeah. And then we have Kanan who... He trained for this. He trained, right? as a, he as trained a for it, but he, all, but, like, he also, like, was, like, this is also, like, on, on like, thin ice for him because it is also trauma and like there, there is like a, a lot of like pain oh, yeah. associated with, with being back and stuff like this but like because it's with rex it's like okay like you know i can kind of get that feeling it's like it's rex i trust him like i trust i trust like that he's like what he's doing because he's earned that like he's yeah because they found their place <laughs> what they what they haven't found is what rex was expecting which is the hangar looks clear let's go wait that's not how it normally goes. What's wrong? The droids usually keep coming, wave after wave. And we see the- and they don't uh, stop coming, and they don't stop coming. <laughs> Is that Beyonce again? I did that on purpose, don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, because the, the tactical droid has had a lot of time to think about this, and he wants to win. Yeah, so he's drawing them in. Well, but, uh, but but this is this is the the Rex line I really like. It's like oh, it means a lot to his programming. It means a lot to my programming as well. Gosh, and, yeah. And it, I don't know. So that's the thing that I'm kind of wondering is like, 
Ezra would be aware of what the Clone Wars was, but like, was he aware that like they were programmed to obey orders? They were programmed to like that that that's like they were like I'm. How much was Ezra just aware? Was it just like oh yeah, they're just clones, or was it just like they're clones? And then what? And this was met like yeah, yeah yeah that they were given essentially a brainwashing regimen. Yeah, and I love that like throughout this, Rex is now doing like the the Gregor thing. He's like. Right, Commander. Oh, sorry, Kanan. And it's like, as he's like rushing, rushing forward, it's like, I, I love that. Yes. It's, like, it's like, no, you don't. Okay, I'm following the such trap. No, 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 no. You are Kanan. And it's like, I like that. I like that. It's not, it's not general. It's not, it's just, yeah. Old habits. Yeah. And old habits, old dogs. Actually, speaking of old dogs. Droidicars! <laughs> uh, <laughs> Send in the droidicars! They don't call them droidicars. What are they called? Destroyers. Destroyers, just, Yeah. I love the word droidica. Droidica is so much fun to say. Yeah, they're and they deploy on catwalks and like they're firing down and I love that. I love that just just the verticality of this. Like, okay, Kalani's yeah. like, like thought about this like very, very well and and it's 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 fantastic. So they realize that they don't stand a chance against these uh, these droids. Kanan actually instructs Ezra, no, we've got to back off, these are too dangerous. Ezra takes his word for it. Like I really appreciate how how Ezra is actually listening to, to to people around him. He's come quite far since those early <laughs> days. Well, he 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 does get a little sidetracked with Chopper because they they split up so Ezra can get into position so he can like pull the crane and just knock the destroyers off the the catwalk. That was a clever idea of his. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, Kalani knows that. Ah, oh, the Jedi have split up as they do seventy six percent of the time. I love that. Yes, they do that way too often, and often to their uh, well, to their seeming detriment. It uh, it always winds up turning well. So out well. what 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 I am wondering, what I am wondering, because I just know that, like just like Star Wars fans are just like super obsessed and everything. I know. Like I know. Was there was there actually Is like that a number? Spread? Yeah, I know. I know. Like, yeah. like was it like a spread? It was like okay, in this many episodes they split up, and like that's like I, I'm. If I someone's doing so. baseball stats. <laughs> I it's desperately like, hope so. It's like for for Star Trek, you've got Ex Astra Scientia and and a few other sites, and like they keep track of all the photon torpedoes that Voyager has fired and how many photon torpedoes they have claimed to have at various points. Yeah, and then there's like the the and how many shuttles the, they have. The crew count has changed. The I think they, they did they did the calculation that the number of shuttles that they claim to have had and that we've seen destroyed could not physically fit inside the vault, even if they took everything out and just filled it with shuttles. <laughs> You wouldn't be able to destroy as many shuttles as we've seen. I mean, it's the whole it's the whole writer's thing, where it's just like you do what the story says you're gonna do, or if you're Ezra, do what the little murder machine tells you to do. Because Chopper like does a jump scare on Ezra. <laughs> that face, Ezra's face, that is a quality gif. It's so he's so like freaked out by him. I love it. I I love it. and he's he's like it's like Chopper. I'm a little busy here and <laughs> Chopper just uh is too insistent is too grumptastic. Why did that I have to... no idea what you're saying right now. Just Chopper won't let Ezra like go and go and No, 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 no. You said crumptastic, and I need you to unpack what that is. Grumptastic. Oh, grumptastic. Yes, yes, because... Not 
remotely better though i know i as i even even i'm just like why did i say grog i have questions for myself i have questions for myself so Ezra tries to explain that he's on a mission and uh, a chopper's, yeah, 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 whatever, and grabs him by the sleeve and goes, look, 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 I found a cool thing. Mom, mom, go, do you, do, do, you got to look. I did one half of a backflip. What? What's half a backflip? Come on, you got to look. Well, okay, I, I guess I want to know what, what a half a backflip is. But the half a backflip is actually the little shuttle. Yeah, and, and Ezra's, Ezra's proud of him. He's like, oh, that's a good job. Get this ready while, while we go and uh, get to Zeb. And Kanan and Rex are just upset, just like, where is, where's Ezra? Like, this is, this is taking too long, and we're getting pinned down here. Yeah. Rex takes a shot to the chest. And I was worried for a second, because that's normally not good news. Yes, and, like, that is a thing that, like, the episode does, like, it doesn't, like, directly address, but, like, you you can kind of, like, put two and two together, because, like, Rex takes another another shot, like, to the face a little bit later, but really, it's just that, like, these have just been weapons that are just, like, sat mothballed for, like, 20 years or, like, 50, si- si- yeah, yeah, like 16 yeah. years. So it's, like, you know, it's going to fall into disrepair. Like, there's, the, the energy packs are going to, like, just deplete like those Y-Wings should have uh, from the premiere. Yeah. So, no, yeah, I'm, I'm not with you. My my hypothesis is that this is an actual airsoft range for separatist <laughs> droids. Well, they were all just given low-powered weapons. Because the stakes were never mentioned, right? Maybe like, he did, General well, Kalani could have said, "Like if Kalani you, if, did no, but no, because Kalani did say, if you don't participate, you will be terminated." So Kalani like did make that very clear. Yeah, but what if he meant like your Steam account will be terminated and you'll be added to the ban list? Uh, yeah, <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's not what they meant when they have guns in their faces. Like also, just like maybe don't like. Maybe don't question like a firearm in your face. Just in general, that's, that's a bad. That's a bad Greg, strategy. But no, I know. I'm refusing I, your your ridiculousness. I'm gonna get you there. I'm gonna drag you with me. That they accidentally stumbled into a, a laser quest. Okay, you you are like going after me a little too hard here. I need to stop being like so much like Rex here because Rex just <laughs> yeah. Well, 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 because because. Ezra pulls a crane, knocks the droids down, the catwalks fall down and crush the droids. They're able to move forward. Rex does, like, run forward, like, not today, Ray Shield, just, like, shoots that down. (laughs) Yeah. And then Rex lays into Ezra here. Yeah. That plan was based on timing and execution, and you took too long. But Chopper wanted to show me... This is not a game. This is life and death. Every move you make affects the rest of us. If we're going to survive this, we're going to do it with strategy. Harsh, but not undeserved. Like I says, these 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 plans depend on precise timing. Yeah, but I got sidetracked with, it doesn't matter. We needed you and you weren't there for us. Yeah. So is he channeling something specific here? Is there is there someone he needed who wasn't there for him in the, in the, in the Clone Wars? Uh, uh, oh... I mean, there, there's okay. Like, there's, there's a lot of times where, where Rex, like, Rex was in situations where, like, he wasn't able to get somewhere, somewhere fast enough. He wasn't able to, 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 like, be there when he needed to be. So, like, I, right. I mean, it's also like, like, uh, 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 survivor's guilt. I mean, there's, there's some complicated, just. Oh shit! Yeah. You think that he wasn't there for someone? I know. I so I can think of. I can think of. 
one very specific instance where Rex wasn't able to get somewhere where he needed to be in in in, in time to save a right, to save right. one of his brothers, and that's I'm making myself sad thinking about this. I'm 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 honestly making myself a little sad thinking about this because because yeah yeah so so well I then think... I'm going to be Canaan and I'm going to lay a hand on your shoulder and tell him like it's it's not you, it's not your fault, Greg. Forgive yourself. <laughs> so so th- th- like. This is an interesting thing because for 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 Kanan, I mean, it is a chance to kind of see like what the clones were when they weren't being part of the tool, like like, like what the what the clones like were were as people, as people, but also just like like as as soldiers in, in like a new light where he can kind of appreciate that a little bit more than he mm. was able to like as a kid, and then like the the, the trauma happening, he's kind of able to just be like, okay, I can see why you were like I can see this a little bit better, and like, so like we have that. And what I really like here is just, I mean, I don't like this. This is a tough moment, but it is just an important lesson for Ezra because, like, it gives Ezra a glimpse of, like, what the Clone Wars were like, but specifically what the Clone Wars did for, like, a Jedi's maturity. Like, he can't focus on being a Jedi because he's just trying to fight because it's just, like, it's just fighting battles and just trying to survive. He can't focus on, like... I mean, because right. he's even he's even trying because like throughout this he he's been saying stuff just like okay well, like there has to be a way out of this there has to be a way where we where we don't end where it doesn't like this doesn't happen and and like this kind of gets like shot down shot down and it's like but that's like not who we're supposed to be as Jedi like it's so like it, it's actually kind of like a little okay, bit of, yep. a, of a come down from like some of that some of like that that aggression that he he's he's had before. All right, we got to we got to make it through this scene, and then we can we can delve into this deeper because you're onto something here. So they they rush through. There's another confrontation with two droidicas on either side of a hallway. Kanan tells tells Rex what is push and fire, and he does a force push that staggers the destroyer. There's a brief interruption in the shield, and then Rex can take him out. Mm-hmm. Next, he takes a shot to the to the helmet from the other droidica, and he throws his helmet at it, which also hits and staggers, and they're able to take it out, saying, "Wow." Those shields failed. They, their shields overheated. They were just old. Yeah, yeah. And with that completed, they rush into the command center where they declare victory. Yes. Now comes the important resolution, and this is why I, why I interrupted you because yeah, here yeah, is yeah, where yeah. we need to be to Which, uh, to talk about this. And and, and I I do just just like in that hallway really quickly. I, there, there's two, there's two quick, quick little things I really love oh, yeah, yeah, is yeah. is Cannon and Ezra just immediately just going and just like covering Rex and just like really just like really right up against him, just like no, making sure that Rex is is safe. I just, I, I love that. Yep. And I love the move, just like Rex, just like throwing the helmet at, at the dragon house. Like that's fantastic. <laughs> yeah. That's so so ridiculous. I loved it. That was just a great. Yeah, I just. And he was so surprised that it worked. I mean, in in that moment, I thought maybe they were built in the same factory as Buzz droids. You just go for the center eye. Yeah, just I mean, give him a or or the little pit droids. You give him a boop and they stomp. I mean, he he did make the comment, just like, oh yeah, like like nothing gets through like uh, Generation One armor. It's like. Yeah, I like that. I like that. Because, like, Rex's mask does have, like, a little, like, welding mark on there. So, like, he could, like, just, like, he, he, combined, he combined some 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 stuff there. Maybe he's a bit of a cosplayer as well. Is that why I love him? <laughs> I mean... Okay, so, 
Final confrontation. The tactical droid claims victory because they still have Zeb, and he's got a battle droid with a gun aimed at his head. Rex has a gun aimed at... Blaster. Blaster. Uh, blaster aimed at the destroyer or the tactical dro- wow great Kalani. job just, Kaki. he's got a name Kalani thank you <laughs> and it's Ezra who jumps in between who actually prevents Rex from shooting Kalani and like reveals to them what they've been missing yes and it's really interesting that it's Ezra who realizes that this conflict is not just unresolved it's unresolvable because they're they're missing who else is involved in this conflict, that they're not actually in conflict with each other. Which which I mean, like Ezra doesn't notice that either. I mean, like it's, it's not it's like it's not like Ezra like knows like. Oh yeah, you're right. Like Sidious was like playing both sides like the whole time because Kalani does say. Near the end of the war, separatist droids significantly outnumbered Republic units. There's no way you should have won, and like just and it just it just starts like that 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 fighting. It's just. It, yeah, I love that Ezra is the one that just can just like see through that like what everyone else who's just been in tunnel vision like couldn't see. And I mean, I I wonder like if Kanan had had inklings of this or if he just like did, just like tried to put. I mean, I know from the novelization he like tried to push like the, just all thoughts of like the Republic out of his mind because just like it was right. It, it just didn't help. But like this is also different Kanan than that, especially after the blinding. So it's like uh, like does has Kanan started to like like be starting to think about this stuff as well. So like, yeah, I I I I love that that that, that Ezra I and mean, he he lays out just like I never really thought about it. I never asked. I know the Jedi were wiped out. The clones were decommissioned and the droid army was just shut down. The clone war ended, but why? If none of you won, who did? And it's so interesting that it's Ezra who figures this out because he has struggled with like he's been trapped in binary thinking mm-hmm. that's that's the thing that Yoda was very scared of that that he saw only one solution for conflict which is victory so it's really interesting that that he's able to analyze this situation and see that like victory doesn't belong to anyone here now me personally, I am a little disappointed that he still winds up framing it as, oh, there must be a conflict with an external party. But that's kind of how Star Wars goes. Yeah, I mean, I mean what I'm starting to kind of wonder is actually, like, because thinking about it, Ezra didn't really, like, learn the, the like, not the, not to the binary, not to the binary. He he started to pull away from, like, he he got, like, the slap in the face moment with the holocrons of just, like, no, like, that's, like... Right, yeah. I, I mean, like, just, just, like, I'm wondering if, like, this is, like, where he's finally able to just kind of see, like, oh, wait, that was a binary, and it just didn't make any sense. Like, I'm more, just, like, uh, I mean, Ezra's the, Ezra's, like, the learn-by-doing child, so he just, he finally just got, like, the... Right, right. Like, proof-positive example, just, like, yeah, like... The the just like fighting to a victory doesn't always work that way. So like I just I I that's kind of like yeah. where, where I'm at with this is like just that that I think like this is like what finally led Ezra to just realize like oh yeah no my way of thinking like about that was not right and and because he because he was the one this that, other model yeah because he was the one I mean like he kind of like doubted a little bit but he was the one that did say like no yeah we'll fight this battle we'll fight this we'll fight like he, he exactly was, yeah so. I like that now that he's seen what fighting is like, he's just like, I thought war was going to be fun. Oh, 
<laughs> but at least it's it's like it's not that naive. He thought that he could help them achieve closure. He's no stranger to fighting. He's done it before. But that closure isn't there for any of them. We're and that's what he's used to fighting. You know the rules, and so do I. Okay. Is that Beyonce? It's not working anymore, gotta, is you it? You gotta stop. You gotta stop doing that, to me, man. Especially, especially when you know who it is. Like, come on. Now. now this time I just sort of did that, so I wouldn't have to admit I can't remember who that is. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Look, he asks out loud. If neither of you win, won, then who did? And. Zeb, who is capital A, capital H, also here. <laughs> the Empire. Whoa, you're right, says Ezra, who immediately, like, apparently understands it. Whoa, how did you know? Because they're, they're right here, <laughs> and they're about to win again. And Sentinel-class shuttle coming down. Yeah. Yeah, the chunky, chunky shuttles are descending. The The tactical droid observes, we are not currently at war with the Galactic Empire, so sends out some like, battle oh, droids. Oh, you want to bet? God. <laughs> <laughs> these battle droids walk out to these stormtroopers and go, huh, yeah, haven't seen those he's, in a while. And he's, he's so happy. He's like, greetings. I am unit B1268. My commander has sent me yeah, to Yeah, Clone Wars battle droid. Surprise, his battery hasn't run out. You don't see many of these anymore. And just... All right, you know the drill. Greetings. I did feel for... I did, like, like, I have laughed at droids. This one really didn't make it me It finally sense. happened? He was, just, he was just... He was just... He was so happy. He was just like, yeah, I'm just like... I'm just like little robot so bro. Like, yes, I got to capture someone. I get to make first contact. Today is a great day for me. We're finally doing attack plan Zeta. I've been waiting for this. Yes, that's, that's been him. He's been so excited this whole time. And then he gets shot in the head and everybody gets shot in the head. And that's when the uh, tactical so, droid realizes, oh, yeah. Hmm. Also, to, to possibly like twist that knife a little bit, in the first draft of this, it just fell off. But like originally, B1268 was going to be befriended by Ezra and be called Clanky. Oh, and then still die? <laughs> And then still I, be I humorously the, killed. I don't know about that part. I don't know about that part, but so even one of them manages to sort of escape and is is running away from this firing squad and yelling, "Oh my god!" <laughs> he, just, he just gets Monty Pythoned by a Walker leg. <laughs> I admit uh, that I giggled at that. I mean, mostly at a at a droid yelling, "Oh my god!" I mean, it's also just the, 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 you also have the fact that it's like surprise laughter where it's like, I wasn't expecting that. I have this, that was, that was kind of, okay, yeah, <laughs> yeah. like. And now it's enemies to allies. Ezra explains the situation, uh, or, or sorry, no, he, uh, wait, what? I, no, yeah, no, 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 I, I'm, I'm laughing, no, because I, because I love this. I love that Ezra's like, well, why were the fight, fighting anyway? We're, we're opposing the, the tyranny of the Republic. Hmm. Fighting tyranny. Sounds like the Empire has always been your enemy. You are against the Empire. I am against the Republic. Now, the Republic has become the Empire. I accept your logic. But I like the your logic, kid. property. Yes, yes! <laughs> it's what I've been saying! The, the Republic and the Empire, like, for a lot of people, they have continuity. And <laughs> and the battle that heads that held Zed prisoners is like, sorry. 
Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Like somewhere in the, there's a, there's a parallel universe where all these battle droids, I mean, they weren't built as battle droids, I'm pretty sure. I'm sure they were built as like gardeners and like, okay. Okay. Artisan popcorn makers. So, so I, I have to do a Clone Wars thing, but, but like it's All right. it'll, it'll tie back to this. There's a, there's an episode where clones are in an escape pod and they're just like, oh, like we're just gonna die anyway. Like that's all we're here for. They get rescued by by Plo Koon, who's like Dave Filoni's favorite Jedi Master. I love that Jedi Master. He's the one with like the breathing apparatus. He's really cool looking. I love oh, yeah, him. I'm dumb. still upset that he got shot down in K ten Imodia. That still hurts. It's okay. It's um, okay. It's okay. <laughs> but it, you, you have one of the clones saying, "Just like, well, sir, like we're like we're just clones. We're meant to be expendable." And Plo Koon says, "Not to me." And that's kind of what this moment is. It's just like all these, like even just B one battle droids. Like they've always yeah. been expendable. They've always just been like cannon fodder. Yeah. And yet now it's like, no, no, no. You're all gonna get out of here. We're gonna just like try and get like everyone out of here, even though like. Your droids, like, it doesn't really like, need to. But it's like, no, no, like, yes, yes, we do. Like, uh, yes, yes, I they have sentience. They, I, yeah. I just, so yeah, I just, I just, just <laughs> they're certainly not expendable to Kalani. Kalani's, it's been like no. 16 years. I'm sure they have like a book club and a knitting circle. <laughs> and... <laughs> yeah, they, 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 they paint each other's armor. Oh. So hey, you've just created my tie-in for me there, like <laughs> getting ahead of ourselves. So Kalani gets to do what Kalani does and come up with a strategy, uh, uh, which is very difficult. He says, well, in his assessments, he doesn't have the resources. It's it's kind of cool that he doesn't say anymore uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, to repel like, this force. Like, I, I can't do this. We, we can't fire the munitions because we don't have anything to fire it with. Otherwise, I would have used it with us. Yeah. Gee, thanks, Kanan says. <laughs> but this is where Kalani really sort of earns my respect as a tactician because he he's very honest about my, my battle droids don't have the accuracy to detonate these, uh, these bombs if we roll them towards the At-At's legs. But you do. And he devises this brilliant construction, a firing squad with two Jedi. Ridiculous plan. I love it. Like... <laughs> We're going to form yep. a firing squad, and you better hope that you can deflect it. I mean, they know they can. Oh, no, no, yeah, I just feel like that's, that's one of those things. Just like, yeah, I hope you don't like... Because he's done the same math, and I bet, I bet statisticians on... Star Wars statisticians have done the, the same math as well. Like, <laughs> how many blaster bolts do, do these battle droids fire, and what is the odds of them hitting their target versus deflected blaster bolts hitting targets? Well, this takes trust to a whole new level. Yeah, I thought that was a weird. I mean, like comment, but he he is not wrong though. It is just like like okay, well, let's hope they don't decide to turn on us. If that does feel like a fair comment, just like I really hope you don't. Just oh, like, like so. Yeah, yeah, I thought it was talking specifically about the the sort of pitcher and batter setup that uh, that they were coming up with. I like his little holographic sort of previs animatic it, and this yeah. is what it will look like. It, I mean yeah yeah cuz it's not it's not like a like a big detailed thing. It's just like like the explosion is just like a little 2D sprite just like flash flash. <laughs> yeah. flash. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost like he's got frowny faces drawn on on the dying stormtroopers. They put their plan into action and it's interesting how their strategy here resembles Kalani's strategy from earlier. Like an opening salvo, 
to draw them into the hangar, and from the hangar is where they launch their actual attack. Mm -hmm. And this is a, a moment where like, it feels a little surreal to me as the audience, and the crew was saying it was surreal for them, because it was like... Yeah. Wait, the droids are fighting the Empire? Wait. Yeah. Wait. This is this is weird. Like it's like we're actually doing we're actually doing this. Oh, this is cool. Like it's <laughs> so this. The I was really interested in the direction that it was going. Mm -hmm. So when you have a when you have a battle, someone's on the left and someone's on the right because that's the way you keep it organized in your mind. That's a, that's a good way yes. to display a battle. Yes, yeah, you have like right? the one eighty degree rule where you try not to break that exactly because then you yeah yeah because you you get disoriented and it's a little like if you want to if you want to break it you you like. If, as if the so if, as if the camera's on the 180, 180 degree pane, you don't want to like suddenly be on like the other side of the table unless like something has happened in the scene with these two characters yeah. or like so they talk. It's like that's like one of the one eighty degree rules, and it's like kind of keeping that. And you commented before like, oh, the Republic is going to the right because they're like they're going to end up being the bad guys, and the Separatists are going to the left or the other way around, whichever right, whichever right. way it was. Yeah, it, it doesn't it doesn't matter. Like it, it changes. Like Hoth, it was Defenders left are right. on the left. Yes. Defenders yes. are on the left, attackers are on the right. That's how it goes on Hoth. That's how it's going here as well. You've got a base actually that's how how it opened as well, where the uh, the droids were on the defensive position and the uh, uh, and I mean the, maybe they just didn't model the other side of the canyon. No but it it, it, it makes sense to help you keep oriented. <laughs> yes, yes. Yes. I'm sure it probably also like helped with that. It's like, yeah, we can just we don't have to model all this stuff. Oh, the Battle of Kashyyyk was uh, the defenders were on the right, the Wookies were on the right, and the uh, and the Empire came from the left. I think, huh? Right. I mean, it, uh, yeah. it doesn't really matter, like yeah, yeah. Uh, 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 movie to movie, but within one 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 continuous story. Yeah, yeah. It, it becomes yeah. really interesting, and like just seeing the Jedi moving left to right alongside the the droids, that that felt really weird yeah and 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 i've never seen that before and, and i love i mean i love i love just like rex is almost just kind of like yeah we may we may not survive it's like one last glorious day in the grand army of the republic because i like that he kind of knows like that's yeah, squatty talk is, yeah, oh oh absolutely but he, i mean he also kind of knows like we're not gonna be doing like this ridiculous stuff like there's no way we're gonna be like i love yeah it's we're I mean, I mean, yeah, it's 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 one more glorious day in the Grand Army of the Republic. That's probably what he heard every day at Reveille. Yeah, I mean, right? Yeah, and so so they 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 get this they get the squad going. They 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 lure them in. The plan goes off. They roll the bombs to the feet of the at ats. The pitcher and batter setup works. They detonate it, take out one of the at ats. That provides enough confusion for everybody to load into their cute, cute little Reaper cheap shuttles. They do. I think they there do are lose, three. There are three. They do lose yeah. one. To... That was the one with only B one battle droids in it, right? Yeah, but we do see like th there are other battle droids in with Kalani. So, the, so, 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 I mean, five by my count, five. Some of them at least, <laughs> at least survive. And not the one who was so happy who climbs onto the ramp just as the Reaper Cheap is leaving and said, oh. "I made it! I made it!" And, oh. just, oh. and even if he had made it, that whole Reaper Cheap would have gone down. What is it? Sheep, sheep to bleep. <laughs> Sheath of Pete. Or Are you... ah, yes, by Missy Elliott. <laughs> well, no, I was going to say, or as it's about, to, or as it's about to be dubbed, <laughs> Phantom Two. Yeah. 
<laughs> we found ourselves a new phantom. <laughs> because, okay, so this is how, how I know that this is season three and not season two. Because after they leave... Is it the haircut? No, 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 no. After <laughs> after they, like, they've just gone through a whole episode that was about, like, resolving this conflict and realizing that we're on the same side. And in season two, the solution was then, well, we'll be in touch or I'm off to join the, 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 the rebellion. But no, Kalani says... No. Based upon this battle, I calculate that you have less than a 1% chance of staging a successful rebellion against the Empire. So, this is where we must part ways. Bye. And, and, and Ezra, Ezra salutes and says, Roger, Roger. I love yeah. it. <laughs> but, like, nobody goes, hey, but uh, uh, aren't we on the same side now? Uh, you know, growing our, our assets? Nope, no, okay. Roger, yeah. Roger. I, it's and but like I, I mean I, I love that that Rex is just like you did what, what politicians, what what Jedi, what clones and droids could never do. You you brokered peace in the Clone Wars. Like you found the middle ground. Now that's something that I actually didn't like. Middle ground is uh, much like binary thinking. Middle ground is also too simple for like complex. And I know it's a kid's show, so I'll, yeah, I'll, yeah. I'm not being mean. This is this is and, just me, and, right? And and, and I know, but, but I I do go I do go where you're, where you're coming from there. But like, in, I mean, in this, it is just like, like I mean, just like finding like the place for an armistice, for a ceasefire, for just like a, a yeah, just like just like end the hostilities. And like, I know that's like what he's getting at, but it's like, yeah, middle ground does kind of start to be like, it's like oh, as if like there's like a right and a wrong on this side, and not just like no, like there's this is all oh, that there are two sides and the truth is somewhere in the middle which is centrist bullshit like the, <laughs> the truth is where it is it could be up down maybe one side is right. it doesn't it doesn't matter like knowledge is knowable <sighs> knowledge is knowable but perspective on said knowledge and like how that knowledge like they're, yes they're, but they're, the, they're the conflicting I mean, perspectives they're, don't influence where it it is it is where it is okay okay no because because like like Perspective can can matter if we're talking if we're talking about like uh, stuff stuff that, stuff that was like like witness because like okay factually like what factually what happened like in an, in an accident can be different depending on like what you saw and like what eyewitness testimony said and so that's why like eyewitness testimony is like really not really reliable because right, right, right. it's like there there are some cases where it's like oh great knowledge is knowable but like. Only if you have like a camera to see something and can see like what happened in like oh, a thousand okay. directions. Even, I, know, no. just, yeah. I know, I know, I know. I was getting a little too far. We're talking about different things here. We, we, okay, we are. Maybe. Like you're, you're right. Like reality is always perceived subjectively by mortal beings, right? Yes, yes. absolutely. There is no other way to to perceive reality. But the the existence of conflicting perspectives on a particular fact doesn't affect that fact. Mm-hmm. Right, the fact that there that that one person says it's raining and the other person says that it's uh, uh, that it's dry doesn't change the fact that we're in space. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. it's neither. So I, I I've heard people conflate like reality with like truth, and it's like wait, well, yeah, it's not always. Uh, gotcha, gotcha. So, so I think that's why I get a little okay. So so sorry about that, but but I really appreciate that this episode is is about alternative resolutions to conflict other than triumph. Mm-hmm. And which is so rebels, and this brings us back to the the that this is a rebels uh, a Clone Wars crossover. That option that was never an option in Clone Wars. I mean, it like narratively, it, yeah. it couldn't happen. Yeah, I, I like that this kind of like just like brings like Ezra closer with his like grumpy uncle because it is just like yeah, just just like oh, I can't imagine finding that many, that many uncle. 
Damn it. <laughs> I can't imagine fighting that many droids all the time. Well, if you think that was bad, let me tell you about the Battle of Geonosis. Kanan's on the, on the comm with Hera, and Hera's like, hey, there's two shuttles escaping. What's going on? It's like, oh, uh, yeah, we, we don't have bombs, but we got a new car. And tell Sabine she's going to need a paint job. I can't wait to see what Sabine paints on this spaceship. <laughs> yeah, uh, man, I... It, you had to replace Phantom, and I like that. It, I like the it's it's. This thing is never gonna dock, though. Is it? It's too big, isn't it? It's gonna dock. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, Greg, you made me so happy. For listeners, I had like this big, stupid grin on my face, and I'm just like, uh, I can't even hide that. I can't. That's that's not even a spoiler. That's just like, a, yeah, we're gonna let's get something. Let's get something neat there, like. Damn it, you crashed. Okay, so apparently I was so excited about the prospect of this dumb little thing docking <laughs> that it crashed Zoom. My joy was too powerful. Yeah, uh, <laughs> it's it could not be contained. Uh, yeah. That, that it just, your computer got scared. Yes. <laughs> I didn't mean it, a little computer, which is basically a droid. I mean, yeah, oh, I'm okay. Oh, I'm not no. a big sticker guy, but oh, I'm going to no. put some stickers on you've, this new computer. Yeah, 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 yeah. You <laughs> just like, you just like, just, just like doomed yourself there because, like, you're, oh man, what have you done no. to yourself there? It's going to be great. This is my L3 buddy. What happens if your computer is just like, like, just farm upstate with you and you're just like, Same farm upstate? That's where they go. <laughs> okay. Well, all right. Well, Kaki, we have an, we have an end to another episode. <laughs> I, I think I've already just I think I decided for it unintentionally. What's it tying about? What's what what's the Yeah, no. I'm pretty convinced, especially because you rejected it. I'm digging my little heels <laughs> in even more that this is an, a a separatist laser quest arena and just through Misunderstand. They just but never. The, the the knitting circle, the book club. Like I know they still had those things, but they were <laughs> like none of those weapons were were lethal at all. They were all set to just buzz, and it's just through a horrible oh, misunderstanding that they assumed that these were war robots. <laughs> well, um. I will let you live in that fantasy world of yours. Because then they're not the first <laughs> ones to encounter this. It's just the other ones, they didn't murder a whole bunch of, like, they took a few hits and then realized, oh, it's harmless. And then they went, oh, you lost again. Ha ha ha. The, the, uh, the separatists are triumphant. Ba, 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 ba. And they hold a little parade and ceremony of victory. And, like, nobody has ever beaten the house before. <laughs> I I will oh, I will let you have it. This is where you draw the I line. Will, I will okay. let you have. No no no. I'm gonna let you, you have it. Okay, I'm, good. I'm, <laughs> it's not exactly up to you, but I appreciate your permission. Exactly, anyway. exactly. I mean, I have edit powers. I can make you say whatever I want. Flipping yippee lam yam yipple. I'm gonna just hold on to that sound clip forever now. <laughs> And if we go to the wardrobe department, whomst shall you be wearing? Hmm. Yeah, I know. Kalani. Yeah, right. It's, right. I mean, especially once I was looking again, I was like, 
oh, that's a nice really paint cool. job. That's a really nice paint job. Like just the the the. It's like gold on black. I mean, he's greenish. It's, it's right? almost it's... like fleur de lis type, pat- like kind of like floral type pattern. Like I, I'm mm-hmm. trying to figure mm-hmm. out how to describe that that pattern that he has, but like it's it's really beautiful and intricate. And it's, yeah, I gotta it, go. It with... reminded me of sort of pictish. Like there's some spiral suggestions there. It's not actual spirals, but that sort of there are strong yeah, lines yeah, and then and then curved curved it's, shapes. It, it's it's got like that same kind of vibe as like the 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 Bagano lines. Oh uh, yeah, or, yeah, or yeah. Like that just the lay lines. Yeah, yeah. Like around just, the Lothal Temple. Let's bring it back down yeah. to Rebels. I can't help it. I look, look. I have a cat name from that game. I have like <laughs> costumes. I, like I have devoted too much of my. Existence. Yes, you you live in Jedi Fallen Order. A little bit here, like well deserved. You're an excellent cow. Tune into our next episode. Uh, we're going to be doing something a little bit different here because we didn't want to have to worry about trying to like trying to record and and, and everything <laughs> like because we want to spend time with our families. So we it's time. Yeah. So we didn't want to not put anything out. So I want to do something special. So what could be more special for the holidays? The Rebel Air Holiday Special. Holiday Special! <laughs> <laughs> which which I feel ever so slightly like betrayed little, that what? Disney just put like a big thing about like, oh, life day, life day, life day. It's like I had an I had an idea for this, like Separately from that entirely. Oh, 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 yeah. Like, like, you made it first. You merchandise and everything. I get it. I get it. Like, you're a big multi-billion dollar corporation. I get it. It's like, but I had this idea, like, in a vacuum from your nonsense, Disney. Don't do that. Don't make me look bad. Hey, I know the truth, Greg. I have the logs. Yes. (laughs) <laughs> yes, except not shitty like like that usually, no. Yeah, that does make it sound a lot worse. So yeah, so when you came up with this, it made me so so happy. So so we're going to be doing the the Rebel Holiday special next week and the following week we'll be going to be doing a best of season 1, a recap. It's holidays, so like we still like if if you're not able to, to be with family or loved ones, I mean, still want to have like something out so you can enjoy us, but we're going to Yeah. We're going to take Back a little in- bit of a break ourselves and Come back refreshed in the new year. Yes, and I'm so excited for the holiday special now. <laughs> it's going to be so much fun. You can find us at Ribbler.com or RibblerPod on Twitter and Instagram. That's air with an H. Oh, almost missed it there. And you have some extra time for your Baldwin reports, right? Let's all take it easy. Send yeah. those in, and we'll get to them when we resume the next episode of Star Wars Rebels. I'm Kaki. I'm Greg. We haven't captured anyone in years. We've never captured anyone. <laughs> <laughs>